I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about God's perspective on Thanksgiving. I wonder if, if, if God likes to hear thank you as much as we do. You know, when you work hard, when you do something, there's nothing more. Let me say this to all of the uh, men in the house and all of the children and the young people and everybody. Uh, when mama works hard and gets all the Thanksgiving on the, on the table, would you please remember to thank mama or grandma? Or daddy, or aunt, or uncle, whoever, uh, everybody that had a part in putting food on that table, it's nice to say thank you. But how is it that sometimes that the God of the universe that provides us with all that we have, if we're not careful, we get so ungrateful that we forget where all of our blessings come from. If we're not careful, we'll look around and go, look what I did. And when we begin to get that attitude, man, we get ungrateful. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're talking about here to talk about thankfulness and gratefulness because we know what's necessary. We know what we should do. And so we're going into Thanksgiving. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. And it was just a proclamation. I love it because Thanksgiving is not uh, uh, anybody's birthday. We're not celebrating a war. We're not celebrating anything. It's just a day set aside for our nation to give the God of this nation. Because in America, it's still in God we trust. God is the foundation of this nation and our country and of our lives. And so today we say, Lord, thank you. And so we we, we come and we, we begin to reflect On the goodness of God. You know, we are to live a thanksgiving life. Uh, We are to have thanks living. Instead of thanksgiving. We should live every day thankful. But this is the time that we really focus and we reflect. As Pastor Leah said, uh, where were we ten years ago? How did we look spiritually? Were we thinner or fatter? (laughs) <laughs> oh, the Lord, see, you know what? Uh, we, we go through lean times and all the different times in the natural. But you know what? Spiritually, there's times that we're full of faith and full of mercy, full of God. And there are the times, sometimes we feel pretty lean. And we look back and say, you know, where, where, where was I? We, we begin to say, Lord, I, I, I look at your faithfulness and I, I count it all joy Even if I went through some trials. Anybody go through some trials this year? But you're here to say amen. So apparently you made it through them. Amen. It it didn't get you. You're still here. Maybe you say, Pastor, I'm going through something right now. But you're still here. And you're going to make it. And God's faithful. And we count it all joy. And we say, Lord, we thank you for the blessings that you've given us. And so we, we, we look at, because, I mean, man, just as Americans, we should be thankful. When you look at other countries and governments and all the things, I mean, we are blessed in this nation. But as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we should be so much more appreciative for the things in life. 
We should be so grateful for the things that God has given us. And we, we say, Lord, I thank you for, for, for my joy, for my peace, for my happiness, for my health, for my spiritual growth, for my salvation. Is anybody glad? Listen, everything in the world, you could have everything in the world wrong with you today. You could have every sickness, every disease, every ache, every pain. You could be broken, ugly. But if you're saved, you got it all. Now, ain't nobody ugly in here. Just broke. <laughs> I don't know about you, but broke is ugly. Look at my billfold. It's empty. That's just ugly, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, but man, we look at, but thank God I have a billfold. Because somebody... Don't even have a billfold. At least we have something where money goes. Huh? Maybe you don't have the, the nicest car, but most of the world doesn't have a car. They walk. Come on. We, we, we live in such a rich, blessed country. Amen to where? Amen. We're so thankful if you sat down to eat and you have something to eat, you're better off. Than a lot of people in the world. This morning as we look at some scriptures. And look at God's perspective. Because so many times we can focus on what we don't have. And what I lost. And oh I used to have more of this. And I used. Come on. We've got to begin to get God's perspective on life. We start out. Number one. Now this is a long message today. I got three whole points. And they're all short. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. To go. (laughs) Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout unto the Lord. All ye lands. Make a joyful shout. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. We make a joyful. Serve the Lord with gladness. Was anybody glad to get up and come to church this morning? Come on, I'm glad. You better just be glad you woke up. Everybody didn't wake up. Serve the Lord with gladness. Sometimes people... People seem, they, they, they act like serving the Lord and being a Christian is, is hard and it's just drudgery and, oh, i got to go to church. No, I get to go to church. Most of the world don't get to. It's illegal. They've got to sneak around and just get a page in the Bible. But this morning, even most people got Bibles all over the house. And they're all dusty. And been open very much. Hey, we got churches all over. We can go anytime we want to. But there's people in the world that don't have that luxury. I mean, we've got to begin. But even in those places, people serve the Lord with gladness. Yet sometimes in a land where we're free to worship, we just take it for granted. Come before His presence with singing. Did we do that today? That's what we did today. We came before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. 
It is he who hath made us and not we ourselves. Now, maybe you dressed yourself this morning, but you didn't make yourself. Huh? Can you imagine what we would look like if we made ourselves? (laughs) We'd be some funny looking folks, wouldn't we? Because isn't it amazing how everybody likes different stuff? Everybody don't like the same things. It's kind of funny. Most of the time you want what somebody else has. Oh, I wish I had their hair. I don't like my curly hair. I wish I had straight hair. And if you had their curly hair or straight hair, you'd wish you had curly or wish you had straight. Or I wish I was that tall or that short. Or I wish I looked like... I'm telling you, if we got to make ourselves, we'd be the funniest looking people in the world. We'd be all kind of messed up. We'd be putting all kind of stuff together. Or we'd all look alike, huh? That would be no fun. He said, you have not made you. You haven't made yourself. It is God who hath made us. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving and do his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Why? Verse 5. For the Lord is good. Oh, listen. We come this morning. When you got out of your car, amen, you should have had something on the inside of you. I can't wait to get in that building. I can't wait to walk in the door and say, Lord, I thank you that I'm here. Lord, I'm coming to bless your name with singing. I'm coming to here to lift up the name above all names. I'm here today because you made me and you love me and I'm serving you with gladness. And I know today that you are good. And your mercy endures forever. It's everlasting. His mercy doesn't run out. Oh, our mercy runs out. Our our patience runs out. Some of y'all will get around family on Thanksgiving. And you, you, you won't even hardly be to dessert. And you're already ready for them to leave. <laughs> they done got on your last nerve. We all have family like that. I'm the one in my family. You're probably, you're probably the weird duck in your family. I don't know. <laughs> but listen. Oh, the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. He never gives up on us. He doesn't quit on us. He doesn't stop loving us. And His truth endures to all generations. Can I get a big amen? Amen. We got to remember that we're here because God is in control. That we've got to be thankful for not just our material possessions, but our spiritual possessions. I'm not the person I used to be. Lost on my way to hell. I'm not perfect, but I've been forgiven. Amen? If you've been forgiven, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you're on your way to heaven... Nothing else matters. Because life is temporal. It's going to end. 
And it, you don't necessarily have to get old for it to end. People are going out into eternity every day, every age. We've got to be thankful for our life. Thanksgiving is about being grateful, thankful for what God has given us. Psalm 100, verse 10. He has not dealt with us. Now, this scripture right here ought to make somebody shout. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Is anybody glad about that? I'm glad. Somebody, you know, people's always talking about, I hope they get what they deserve. Woo! No, I don't want what I deserve. I want mercy. He has not dealt with us according to our sin, nor punished us for according to our iniquities. He has mercy on us, and He's long-suffering. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. What's that song say? What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Are you glad for the blood of Jesus? Number two, we got to learn to be thankful for what Jesus has done for us. Deuteronomy 8, chapter 8, chapter 8 verse 7. For the Lord your God bringeth you into a good land. A land of brooks of water, of fountains, of springs that flow out of the valleys and the hills. And a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive oil and honey. A a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. In which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full. Now, how many thanks on Thanksgiving Day we're going to eat till we're full? Okay. See, y'all, that's... Come on. See, here's what we're going to do. Here's here's empty, okay? Here's full. And we're going to eat to over here. (laughs) And then we're going to take a nap. And then we're going to get up and eat again. Yeah, we're going to watch some football. And He said, when you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord for the good land which He has given you. Well, anybody, Thanksgiving Day, when you've eaten and you're full, will you remember to go thank the Lord? For what I have. Thank you that I have to eat. Thank you that there's so many today that are hungry. That that are in shelters. That are homeless. That are living in countries with no food. If they get a little rice, they're happy. They don't have all what we have. Amen. When he's brought us into a good land. And he has blessed us with all that we have. Will we stop? He said, when you've eaten and you're full. Then you bless the Lord. For the good land which he's given you. Will you stop and take a moment? And tell the Lord thank you when you, after you've eaten to, till you're full. Knowing that not everyone has. God doesn't withhold any good thing from you. God is not a giver. He's, a, he's not a taker. He's a giver. I said, no, I said it wrong. God is a giver. 
He's constantly giving. He's delivered us from the, he said, from the snare of the fowler. He's delivered us from the grip of Satan, from hell and destruction. Man, what all has God delivered you from? Thank him. What's, what's our response to God? What should our response be to God? After he's given us everything, after we've enjoyed, after we've... He's healed us and saved us and he's prepared a place for us and we know that our eternity is secure. And it's not time to just get comfortable and sit back and say, okay, let... Number one, we're going to serve the Lord with gladness, but... Our response should be to God, thank you. I, I, I commit my life to you. Lord, I, I give you my all. Stop withholding. If God is not withholding anything from you, why are you withholding things from God? Why are there areas of your life that you're still not committing? Why are there things in your life you're still saying, mine? You're like a two-year-old with a toy, mine. Come on, it's time to say, Lord, it's yours. Because see, anything we give to God, He always blesses it, multiplies it, and gives it back. Remember the little boy with his lunch? He gave it to Jesus. And the disciples had to carry the baskets left over back to his house. His mom was like, what in the world? I just sent you with a little sack lunch. A few loaves and fishes. And now you come back with 12 guys carrying it. Well, mama... All I can say was I gave it to Jesus. And he blessed it. You see, when God blesses your stuff, whoo, it's blessed. Huh? When, he, when you give it to Jesus, he never gives it back to you the same way. Aren't you glad? You give him your pain, he gives you his healing. You give you your sickness, you got, you got his wholeness. You give him your weakness, he gives you his strength. You give him your, your sin, he gives you his righteousness. Everything you give to God, he fixes it. Whatever's broke, we give it to him, he fixes it, and he gives it back to us better. But we're so worried about giving it to Jesus. I'm going to hang on to it. Come on, don't hang on to it. Give it away, because it'll always come back to you better than you had it before. Amen? Verse Thessalonians 5.16 said, Rejoice always. When are we supposed to Rejoice. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. So when are we supposed to rejoice? How long do we pray? And what do we give thanks for? Everything. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Somebody saying, God, what is your will for my life? What is your will for my life? I just told you. To rejoice always. To in everything give thanks. And pray without ceasing. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It's right there. So. Rejoice. Pray. Give thanks. Equals. God's will for your life. It's not, it's not a hidden mystery. It's simple. What God wants for you, He wants for you to be a person of rejoicing, a person of gratefulness, a person of thankfulness, a person of prayer, a person that knows God's in control.
Come on. Pray, rejoice, give. And in Luke chapter 5, we find out he, he, who Jesus likes to hang out with. Luke chapter 5, 27, after these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office. He said to him, follow me. So he left all he had and rose and followed him. Then Levi had a great feast in his house. And there were a number of tax collectors and others who sat down with him. Scribes and Pharisees complained with Jesus saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus said, those who are well have no need of a physician. But those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. If God just came for the righteous, where would that leave me? If God just came for the perfect, where would that leave me? If God just came for the rich, where would that leave me? He said, I didn't come for those that don't have any needs. I come to those that are sick, that are lost. I came to the sinner that they can have a physician. And for that, I say thank you. As we come into the Thanksgiving, let's come on. Ever how healthy you are. We could all be a little healthier. But Lord, I thank you for the health I had because there's others in worse shape than me. Amen. Lord, I, I mean, I have everything, all the finances in the world, but I thank you for what I do have. I, I may not have the best job in the world, but thank you I have a job. I, I, I thank you for the roof over my head, the shoes on my feet, for the car, for my family, for my church. And thank you that you are my great physician. You're my savior. You're my Lord, and you're my soon-coming king. Can I get a big amen? Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap today.